another edition of What's New at the Zoo with Jim Bartu. <laughs> How are you, Jim? I'm good. And yourself? You know, I am so... It's always a good day at the Nashville Zoo. It's, it's always a wonderful day here, yeah. It looks like we got a little bit of clouds, but I think the rain's going to hold off on us. You know what? It's yeah. a beautiful day, and we are here at Flamingo Lagoon, and we're going to meet the flamingos later, but first... Dino Track, Dino Track, you, you're down to the wire now. You gotta go. We got till July 30th, right? You, you have till the end of July to to visit. Um, it's open every day. Um, and I also want to point out when you go into Dino Track, and if you don't know what this is, it's a pathway. It's a wooded pathway, mm -hmm. and there's some um, 20 something dinosaurs, more than 20 dinosaurs on this pathway, and they're not they're not real dinosaurs, right? I have to point that out because some people will show up disappointed that we don't have real dinosaurs. They're not real, they're animatronic dinosaurs that you see walk on a pathway and they, they roar, they hiss, some of them spit water, there's lots of music and stuff like that as you so walk through. So much fun, and they all make the little sounds, and I love that each one has a little plaque. If you've got homeschool kids and you want like a science credit, you can get that here. Oh, lots of education in there, but when you walk the pathway, that's a lot of sensory stuff that's coming in. Mm -hmm. So we understand that some kids don't like all that sensory right. stuff that kids are sensitive to that yeah. so we do have sensory days for dino track and we have uh one more that's going to be happening on july 23rd so if you want to come out to see dino track and you don't want to see them moving not making noise not spitting no music on just kind of a nice quiet walk the first thing in the morning between nine and ten o'clock on july 23rd is the day that you want to come out and see Dino Trek. So if you have kids that are sensitive to those kind of things, then plan your day for July 23rd. I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, that is extremely sensory, and that is the Komodo dragon. <laughs> I have seen Komodo dragons. Feeding a Komodo dragon yeah. is like, I literally saw one exhibit. It was, it was not here, but I saw a guy throwing in whole chickens yep. to the Komodo dragon. It's live? Live chickens? No, 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 okay, no, no. No, I would still be traumatized Me? if no. it was live chickens. No, they were just that. throwing, you know, you know. Chicken, just chickens in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently the, it's good for Komodo dragons to grab onto that meat and shake it with their head because it helps build the muscles in their neck oh, that's that what keeps we want. them with their head up and their hands up, right? Well, it's like exercise for them. Yeah. Eating is like exercise for Komodo dragons. It's a, it's a full-on exercise. And if you don't, if you just give them, like, little cut-up, pieces of meat then they then they get lazy and then they don't tend to stand up as much and they they sit on the couch and they watch Netflix all day and it's just it's <laughs> they get bad involved news. in reality shows it's right. just it's like it's yeah. just a downhill they just, slide yeah they, they they whine and complain about how they can never get a job it's bad okay so when does the Komodo dragon exhibit begin <laughs> that's a great question of which I cannot tell you yet we we have a planned opening date but it's not completely confirmed so I don't want to say all I can say is it's very close well I will they they are like real-life dinosaurs you know because you, you, you've got Dino Trek but they these dragons really are like a modern-day like the remnants the, of the well they are I mean there's some there's some um, philosophy that dinosaurs or that birds evolved off of dinosaurs as mm -hmm. well but you're right they're huge they're covered in scales the, um, the males can grow up to 10 feet long and 300 pounds I mean that's this is an eight-foot table so longer than this table and we have a male um, his name is little Sebastian um, and we have a male and he's nine feet and his head is like like this it's just a massive 
head that he has on this okay. guy. Okay, hey, That's let's right. move on to the slumber. Uh, yeah, Oh yeah. my gosh, this is this is the coolest thing, and it sells out every single time. And it's and, and believe it or not, the one on July 1st, which is the first one that we're going to have, is sold out, right? But we have another one on September 3rd. So uh, September 3rd, we have another uh, Zufari Slumber event. If you're going to get, if you want to come out and sleep over at the zoo, that's what it is. It's a camp out at the zoo. You bring your family out. You bring your tent, your sleeping bags. You sleep on our festival field, and you enjoy all kinds of evening and night activities that they have for families. You get up the next morning. You see the animals come out on exhibit, which is a lot of times when keepers feed the animals is when they come out on exhibit for the first time so that's a great way to see that september 3rd is the only other one we're going to have this year the one on july 1st is already sold out so if Best you're going to get it night get ever. It. yeah make sure you make that reservation because they're very popular well, if you're a member of the Nashville Zoo, it's the best thing in the world to be a member of. It's inexpensive family fun all year long. And let's talk about Member Appreciation Day. First year that we're having this Member Appreciation Week. It's all week, week long. A whole yep. Week? It runs a whole week, July 16 through 22. And every day we're going to be offering something special for zoo members only, right? So if you're a zoo member, you're going to want to look at the schedule for that. We're still kind of organizing which day is which, but we're going to have membership certificate giveaways every day. We're going to have a grand prize drawing for a behind-the-scenes tour, a backstage pass tour that you want to get, get on top of. And um, we're going to have one day, Dino Trek Day, that we're going to let all the members see Dino Trek for free that whole day. So if you want to come out and see Dino Trek without that extra $4 cost, uh -huh. Plan on coming out that day. You're going to have to check out our website to find out exactly what day that is because we haven't picked it out yet. And on that swag. day, we're also handing out these hats for free. We're giving them away to people, members. Um, they, are, uh, they were given to us by Hardee's. A big thank you to Hardee's. That's right. Yeah, they had um, a, uh, a a movie of yeah. some kind that was coming out, and the they had Jurassic, these, yeah, the Jurassic movie. Jurassic Park movie, um, and they had all these hats, and they were like, "Hey, we understand you got a dinosaur exhibit. You want to give these out?" And we're like, "Yes, please." Isn't so, that cool? Yeah. So now we have all these hats. I have a big stack of them here that I'm just going to kind of hand to people as they walk by. Okay. So if you see me get distracted for whatever reason, it's you're the I'm, Mad Hatter. I'm, I'm the Mad Hatter. I'm handing. <laughs> I'm handing I out hats. It. Let's talk Sunset Safari. Sun oh. Is that for grown-ups? It is. It's for grown-ups. Um, we have several events that take place after hours that are mm -hmm. for grown-ups, and it's because there's alcohol served. And um, for Sunset Safari, it really is more of a food-type event. We'll mm -hmm. have 40 to 60 different restaurants out here serving little bites oh. of their specialty foods. So you wander around. And like a taste event, like taste it, of a, a tasting or, event. Yeah, yeah here no, at the zoo, okay. we like to use the term grazing. Cause oh, that's, cause that's kind of what it, you're yeah. doing. You're walking around, you're kind of moving your way through the park as you sample food, much like an elephant as it's working its uh -huh. way across the savanna and eating. So that's what you're doing. There's yeah. also going to be open bars. So you can get lots to drink um, and music and entertainment and all different kinds of stuff that's happening. That's September 8th. So if you want to come out oh. to that, we do have tickets that are going on sale very soon if they're not mm. already on sale. Again, check the zoo's website under events and you can find out more information about Sunset Safari. And if you're single, it gives you a, quite a while to find a date on Bumble or Tinder. So, you, I mean, <laughs> you could. You could get a date or you could come out and like hang a big zoos. sign around you that says single, wear a shirt. 
that says single yeah. and just see what happens. Well, I cannot tell you how many people email me and say, hey, I want to propose to my girlfriend. We had our first date out here and now I'd like to propose out here. Can you do anything special for us? And we try to work with them. You know, we can't we can't, you know, we can't put a, a, a saddle on a giraffe and have them ride around together for the proposal. That's just the saddles in the shop and that just won't work. So we can't do that. But, but there are other things that we might be able to do. So um, we have done that before. Wedding? And then, yeah, and then people get married out here. They, they meet, they have their first date out here. They get engaged out here. They get married out here. It's, it surrounds their so many milestones in their lives. And then they have kids and then they bring their kids out Aww. here. and. You know, we have stories of people that grew up here, that went to camp here, that were zoo teens here, that now work as employees here. It's, it's, the zoo is kind of a touch point throughout many people's lives. Um, and we're just so thrilled to be able to offer that to Nashville. Do you have a favorite spot where they like to get married? A favorite spot where people like to get married? It's usually in front of an animal exhibit that they really oh. like, like, Flamingos. flamingos yeah if they would stay quiet enough to propose <laughs> and not do all that in the background well this is what's new at the zoo with jim bartu so we got a couple of new things that they can see about the red ruffled red ruffed lemur red roughly we have a red rough lemur baby right around the corner here in bamboo trail her name is penelope Right, and she was born back in April 20th. And when they're born, they're 114 grams, or she was 114 grams, which is about a quarter of a pound, about the was, about I, the size of a of a of a medium-sized apple, right? Oh my goodness! So that's about tiny. that heavy, very tiny, so tiny, in fact, that if she went out with her mom, she'd be able to crawl right through the wire mesh that oh, we have in front of the okay. exhibit, and then crawl into somebody's backpack, and boom, they're gone, just like that. So she's not coming out until she's big enough to kind of stay where she needs to stay. Okay. That's going to happen really soon. Keep your eye on our socials because we will definitely be posting about that as soon as she goes on exhibit. Now what about the baby Eland? That's right. Third year in a row. Um, the mother has now had Eland. This is her third baby. This baby's wow. name is Otis, little male um, that was oh. born. And he was born at 54 pounds. So, oh, you know, so that's a good sign. These are the he largest. He will not slide through the mesh. <laughs> he will not. But he could because he was standing about a minute after he was born. This is a, an Eland is a, uh, an antelope. Is a, mm -hmm. In fact, it's the largest of the antelopes. And, and they have horns, right? They do. They have these twisty horns that grow up. It's a tight, twisting spiral that grew up. They're found in Southeast Africa, uh, so they're native to that area. Um, but you can see them up on our African Plains area when wow. you go up there and view, and he's just the cutest little guy. So many good things coming up. But we're going to take a break right now and be right back. How about that, Jim? That sounds good. And in the meantime, I'm going to give away some of these hats. All right. We're going to have kids come up. We're going to give away the hats. NashvilleZoo.org. Check, check it out. Become a member because it is the best, best investment you will make as a family. I yep. promise you. If you come out more than once, it's pretty much paying for itself. Welcome back to Today's Better Health. I'm Colleen Barton, and I'm here with Dr. Gil Kentoff and Dr. Wendy Tui, and we're talking about the latest treatment in back and neck pain. 
Many people, Colleen, come to see us with neck and back pain, and they develop tingling and numbness down the arm or lower back pain that develops into sciatica shooting down their leg. And for these patients, we have an advanced treatment technology, non-surgical decompression therapy that we really introduce to this area. It separates the vertebrae, creates a suction to allow fluids and nutrients back in to heal the disc naturally, relieving pressure on the nerve and on the joint. It's an amazing treatment. We've been helping patients like this for the last 30 years, helping them get back to work, get back to their family, get back to the life they want to live. I mean, it really is amazing. Technology helping us to live pain-free and better lives, right. and I bet you have a special offer. The first 25 callers will receive an examination, x-rays, review of our findings, and the first treatment, all for $39. Call 615-551-3897 today to receive this special offer. You can't see the sights without the sounds. From the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between. Discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today. We love when we get to talk to zookeepers. Is it still the term? Zookeeper? Yeah. Megan Fox joins us. And we are here at Flamingo Lagoon. And, Jim, this is a perfect day for this. It's just like, oh, it's a little overcast. Mm -hmm. Don't now, Megan. Don't they usually? They're usually asleep now, right? Yeah, they do take like a mid-morning uh, nap from like nine to about eleven thirty. So we came at a good time. They're awake now. I like nap time. I like. So I, I'm. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. They're so active today, though. Mm -hmm. What's the deal? Well, it's a nice cooler day. We're not quite in the throes of summer yet, so mm -hmm. it's it's overcast. It's a little shady. So a lot of the animals at the zoo are going to be a lot more active on a day like today, since it's nice and cool. How often do uh, do flamingos hatch eggs? I mean, and do they squat to hatch? I mean, you know, if, if they don't, I mean, that's a long way down. I yeah. don't. Do they walk drop us, the egg? Walk us through the walk us through the 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 reproduction process for flamingos. Yeah, the egg laying stuff. The egg laying stuff. So yeah. flamingos actually, they only lay one egg at a time. Um, mm -hmm. So throughout a season, they'll usually only lay once a season. Um, and they make, not like other birds, they don't make a nest with sticks and things like that. They actually make mud mounds. Um, so they'll make oh. these giant mud mounds and then they'll lay a single egg in it. Um, and they are, we call them a socially monogamous animal. So they're monogamous for about a season. They'll pair up with another uh, flamingo, uh, raise their young. They'll both do the care, the male and the female. Um, and then they kind of break apart. They don't stay together. They'll pair up with somebody else. They don't the next stay season. together for the kid. They don't. <laughs> and as soon as the kid is able to fend for itself, it's gone. I don't think monogamous is the right word no. for that. Yeah. No, no, no. Not quite. No, but we've all known those people. Yep. Yep. Hey, when when they're babies, when they're babies, and they come out white yes. and fuzzy, yes. and I saw it's a really funny film of the a, a mom trying to a mama flamingo trying to teach the baby how to balance on one leg. Yeah. When do they turn orange? So it actually takes a pink. A, well, yeah, it's, it's an orangey pink is the best way to describe Coral. it. Yes. So yeah. yeah, that's a great yeah. So it takes uh, up to three years for them to get fully pink. The, the, they get their pink color from the food that they eat. Mm -hmm. um, so things like shrimp and curl have carotenoids in their shell, oh. or like beta carotin, which turns a carrot oh. orange. Um, so it takes a while for them to kind of get that in their system. Mm -hmm. So it's about three years or so, um, but not all flamingos are the same color pink. Well, you're here in Flamingo Lagoon. I got to know, are they 
they friendly? Are, are, because when you walked up, I'm going to tell you, they all ran over here. <laughs> are you the food lady, or do they really develop a bond with you? They can. Um, so we have 28 of them here, and they're all kind of of varying degrees of comfortable around humans. Most of the time, mm -hmm. us keepers are the food people, and we're also the bed exam people. So sometimes they can be a little bit nervous around us, but as long as there's a fence actually between us and them, they're totally fine with it. Oh, okay. And, so, and we and do have they, one bird that's very friendly, and he'll walk right up to us. So, do they recognize you as a as an individual, or do you think that they see the uniform and they make that connection? Is because you you know you hear about some animals that people will establish an, a relationship with them early on, and then they'll come back decades mm -hmm. later, and this animal will still remember who yeah. they are. Are flamingos like that, or are they not? Flamingos, not as much. I think they do recognize the people that take care of them every single day. Um, mm -hmm. They're not like, you know, another animal like a macaw or like an elephant who you've heard that with. Um, you know, flamingos aren't the smartest of animals, but they don't need to be smart. They just need to be good flamingos. Um, so the, the retainment of people I don't think is quite there, but they definitely know our shirts, they know who we are, and I think the hair color too is a big thing, versus oh. like the macaws who can recognize individuals, they have their favorites, and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So. Gotcha. Okay. That's mm -hmm. good to know. That's interesting. Yeah. So even, even within the avian family group, there are some birds that are s much smarter at that kind of recognition. Smarter is probably not the best word. Are better at that kind of recognition mm -hmm. than other birds. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And birds, like I said, they have their favorites, and sometimes if you're not their favorite, it is what it is. <laughs> when you feed them, how do they eat? I mean, I've noticed them, they're out in the water, and they're scooping things up in their beak. How, do, how does that work? You were telling me a little <laughs> bit about that. I was, yes. Yes, I was telling yeah, you. Yeah, so flamingos are filter feeders. So they have a really unique beak that helps them out. If you see it, it's kind of curved. Yeah. And if you look really closely, not that it's just ever getting mm -hmm. that close to a flamingo, you can see they have little ridges on them, mm -hmm. um, and that helps them filter feed. So they'll dunk their heads underwater. You can probably see them doing it back they're there. They're doing it. They, yeah. yeah. They'll dunk it. their heads underwater, and they push water in and out of their beaks. Those little ridges will catch all the good stuff, like krill or shrimp or algae, actually, is a big thing that they eat as well. Like um, baleen. Like baleen. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it will catch the good things. Yes, the krill. So yes, uh, they're filter feeders, so they'll be there kind of pushing the water in and out, and you can see them do it. So they they don't actually have food in their pond. They've got food in these little bowls behind the, um, kind of behind the pond. There's some tall grass there that you can see, and that's actually where their food is. We keep it in there because it's much easier to clean. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing. How do you keep the water clean? I mean, how do you, do you have filters or what in the yeah. water? Yeah, so we okay. have filters. We have actually an entire team called Life, uh, life Support. So their, their job is actually to help us with our water systems. Um, so they, they do a lot of the work with keeping the water clean. Um, we spot clean as we need to, um, and they kind of keep the balance of the pH and everything. It's a saltwater pond. Uh, we also have a saltwater pond oh. inside for them, um, and we add the salt to that. So, yeah, it's a little bit different for each, but they, they kind of help us take care of the pond out here because it's a very big pond. <laughs> do you have a favorite salt? It's not like Borton's or anything. Yeah, I mean, it, like grocery yeah, no, it, it is. It's like pool salt, essentially. Yeah. Okay. So. It's the Himalayan. Yeah, like pink it's stuff. And they they like grind it in. I Every day. You know, exotic birds and grind salt. You know? No, it's just pool salt. It's better for their feet that way. So. That is so cool. I wondered because when you walk through the Nashville Zoo, and Jim, you can attest to this, it smells good. <laughs> it, it, there, there, there are days. There are special days. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of the hotter days when you can smell some stuff. But yeah, yeah I mean, and, and a lot of that is a testament to how well the keepers take care of the habitats, mm -hmm. how well our life support system folks take care of the water quality that's here. Mm -hmm. All of that plays a key role in 
overall satisfaction for both animals and guests, mm -hmm. right? That's that's what we're trying to do is create this enjoyable, safe environment mm -hmm. for everyone, everyone that comes okay. out. Gardeners will ask you, is it possible to get zoo poo? <laughs> we have gotten that question actually yeah. quite yeah, a bit. I, and I, I um, yeah. and uh, the short answer is no. Because um, okay. we, we do have a, uh, a compost pile mm -hmm. okay. um, yeah. that we use, and, and we'll use some of that to help fertilize different stuff on grounds. Yeah. But there's some um, rules and regulations within this, the great state of Tennessee that prevent us from selling them to the mm -hmm. public directly. We don't want you just taking it off grounds, putting it in the ground, and all of a sudden you're growing your own elephants. Yes. We don't want that to happen. <laughs> Wouldn't want so, that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Megan, for your time today. Yeah, absolutely. It's so interesting. The Flamingo Lagoon is wonderful because they may take a nap, but they're the ones that stay up late. Yeah, yep. they do. Uh, so they're ones that can actually stay out fairly late for all of our nighttime events that we do. They stay out for zoo illumination. They stay out for like brew at the zoo, um, and they're pretty cool with it. We, you know, we always want to make sure that they're happy with it, um, and they don't really complain. They're totally fine with just hanging out in the water all night, um, and then they go inside at night. So what? If, um they're also really cold tolerant for for a for a caribbean bird mm -hmm. right for a bird that's found closer to the equator i'm surprised at how many days i'm out in the dead of winter and they're out here enjoying themselves in the water yeah absolutely why is that so flamingos uh they're a very they have a very broad range of habitat in the wild so they can be found obviously like the caribbean flamingos they're found in the Americas around the equator, basically from southern U.S. to Brazil. And then you have the greater flamingos, which are the lighter colored ones. They're actually from southern Africa, so way down south, closer to Antarctica. Um, and then, you know, you have some of the other species of flamingo that, you know, they live in the high Andes Mountains where it's very cold, very high altitude. So they do live in a broad range of different types of habitat. Um, but they're able to be out in such cold weather. A lot of times you see them in the water because it's actually warmer in the water. So if they stick their feet okay. in the water, it will help them stay warm. They also do something really cool, which a lot of birds do this, which is why you can see so many birds out in winter. They do this thing called countercurrent heat exchange, where they, as their blood is getting pumped from their warm heart going down to their cold feet, they actually meet in the middle and they warm up the blood going back to the heart and they cool down the blood going back to the feet so that it kind of just all circulates perfectly. It's pretty neat, pretty amazing. How crazy is that? And what do you call that again? Countercurrent heat exchange. Countercurrent heat exchange. Mm. Women over 50 go through that again, <laughs> too. I'm telling you, there's always something to learn at the Nashville Zoo. You could come here every day if you have a zoo membership. See? Mm -hmm. And how can they get a zoo membership? Go to the zoo website. You can get them right online. NashvilleZoo.org. It's the place to go. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to today's Better Health. I'm Colleen Barton, and I'm here with Dr. Gil Kentoff and Dr. Wendy Tui, and we're talking about the latest treatment in back and neck pain. Many people, Colleen, come to see us with neck and back pain, and they develop tingling and numbness down the arm or lower back pain that develops into sciatica shooting down their leg. And for these patients, we have an advanced treatment technology, non-surgical decompression therapy that we really introduce to this area. It separates the vertebrae and creates a suction to allow fluids and nutrients back in to heal the disc naturally, relieving pressure on the nerve and on the joint. It's an amazing treatment. We've been helping patients like this for the last 30 years, helping them get back to work, get back to their family, get back to the life they want to live. I mean, it really is amazing. Technology helping us to live pain-free and better lives. Right. And I bet you have a special offer. The first 25 callers will receive an examination, x-rays, review of our findings, and the first treatment, all for $39. Call 615-551-3897 today to receive this special offer. You can't see the sights without the sounds. 
from the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between. Discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today. Wow. Thank still, you. We're still, still giving, giving away, away yeah. for, for kids and big kids alike. This is awesome. Thank you. You get a hat? You want a hat? No? No, no hat, hat for you? How about you girls? You want hats? You want a hat? That's a no across the board. <laughs> No hats. We have been, you know, Zoo Appreciation, Membership Appreciation Week is coming up. We've yes. got all sorts of stuff. But let's talk about the parking construction. Yeah. Um, there are so many people coming to the zoo, and you had people who greet you. And so you don't drive around for hours and hours and hours looking for a spot. Right. What they do is you have people actually looking to see where their openings. Yeah, we have parking attendants that, that check the lot and say, hey, we have a couple down this mm -hmm. aisle, go ahead and send a couple of cars. Um, but a lot of times we've got to send people to another parking lot that's away. Mm -hmm. And to just back up two steps, the zoo is growing, right? And right. so we need to expand our parking. We've run out of room horizontally, so now we're building a parking garage. We're building up. But to do that, we have to take away some parking so we can build on the spot on those spots. So attendance is limited we're asking people to sign up in advance to get your tickets let us know what day you want to come what time you want to come you can do all of this online and get your ticket online um, and then uh, come out and enjoy the zoo so we do that so you can get in and you have a secured space to be able to come in and enjoy the zoo um, but that's really part of it because we're growing so much okay yeah. let's talk a, a, a just briefly do you there are a lot of places in town because Nashville's growing so much that are cashless. Mm -hmm. Now, are you cashless or can they buy an actual ticket? You, you can come to the window and buy an actual ticket using cash, but we can't guarantee that you would be able to get in right at that time because we have a certain number of people that can come in at a certain time because of our parking. We can't guarantee that it isn't booked up. You may be able to find a place to park, but you may have to wait a few minutes before you can get in. So and that's kind of how we're working that. It's it's important to note that. So nationalzoo.org is how you get that. Is the, the flamingos are really happy. They're really not happy about the parking situation. So we're we're trying to work that. I know we're trying to work that situation out. And a couple other things that you should know when you come to the zoo, um, check the website out and there is a, a section in there called Know Before You Go. It has all kinds of information that's pertinent to your visit. Um, one of the things that you used to know, and we get a lot of questions about this, are can you see giraffes? Yes. And the short answer right now is you can't. They're off exhibit and the reason why they're off exhibit is because we're building a brand new uh, leopard exhibit over there. It's going to be beautiful when it's done. Um, this is an Amur leopard and she is um, she's black. She's an all-black leopard. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful animal that you're going to be able to see. In building this project there's a lot of construction, banging, noisy equipment, laying concrete, everything is in there. So all of that noise really disturbs giraffes. Giraffes are very timid animals and they get very nervous. Who so knew? Yeah, so we can't have these animals out on exhibit because all of this construction causes them to run around. We don't want them to break a neck or break a leg or something like that. Even falling down, giraffes have a hard time getting back up. So we can't 
have them on exhibit. They got to stay in the safety of their of their barn and because of that giraffes are off exhibit. So that's the very long answer as to why you're not going to see giraffes if you come out. Um, right now. We, right, right now. We hope to have that open by um, next spring for that leopard exhibit to open up. That's kind of what we're looking at. Um, and then we'll have giraffes back out and the parking lot will be done, hopefully, at that Ooh, point. Oh, I so love that. Well, we'll see, be able to open up. Where you can see giraffes is on the Instagram for the Nashville Zoo. So make sure that you follow <laughs> social media for the Nashville Zoo. Right. Because sometimes things that aren't on exhibit, when you come to the zoo, you can always see them because the zookeepers really keep up with they, all their animals. We still got to feed them every day. They still need care. They still need hoof trimming every day. And sometimes we'll videotape that stuff, put it right up on social so you guys can see what we're doing to take care of them. Well, the Nashville Zoo is one of my favorite places on the planet. What's new at the zoo with Jim Bartu? This is so much fun. I know. It's a riot. Do we want to talk about Q&A? Because we're not getting questions, right? I know. We Don't know you, you have questions. Yeah. He's tired of answering mine. Throw me. Yeah. Yeah. This, these are softball <laughs> questions. Throw me the good stuff. Send me what you got, and we'll, we'll do our best job to answer what we can. All right, you can leave a message in the comments or you can send me an email at devinoday at gmail.com. That's easy to remember. It's my name at gmail.com. If you've got a question, we'll cover it on the next edition of What's New at the Zoo. That sounds good. Who wants hat? You guys want hats? Hey. Hat, you want a hat?